0: The Black Information Network is the first and only 24-7 comprehensive national audio Black news service dedicated to providing an objective, accurate, and trusted source of continual news coverage with a Black voice and perspective. This week marks the two-year anniversary that the first of its kind 24-7 national and local all-news audio service for the Black community was launched. Since its inception, The Black Information Network has been focused on service to the Black community and providing an information window for those outside the community to help foster communication, accountability, and a deeper understanding. To help us commemorate this two-year milestone, as well as to provide some insight into the origins and the growth of the Black Information Network, we have the president of the Black Information Network, Tony Coles, with us today. This is the Black Information Network Daily Podcast, and I'm your host, Ramses Ja. So welcome to the show, Tony. How are you doing? I'm great, thanks. How are you? I'm, I'm thriving, my friend. It's good to talk to you. So obviously, it's a, it's a, a wonderful milestone to have reached. Um, we got a couple of years under our belt. But before we get to all that, let's introduce you to our audience. Let's talk a bit about your background, uh, perhaps before becoming the president of the Black Information Network. Uh, I'm just a, a small-town farm kid
1: uh, that uh, was fortunate enough to stumble into radio, uh, and it's been, it's been a lifelong passion. Uh, it's been an amazing uh, three decades now in the business. Uh, started out on the, on the content side uh, as an air personality, did my, uh, a little bit of stint of news as well, uh, but have really been blessed to uh, travel to a lot of different cities across the U.S., uh, doing radio in, in a wide variety of uh, cities and formats. Uh, but a few years ago, really wanted to focus on uh, the impact uh, that I could have in the business, uh, both from uh, a mentoring people within the business, but also uh, a real yearning to have a, a broader impact uh, and moved into the, to the operational side of our industry. And that's how I uh, really had the, the, the opportunity to move towards uh, what we're doing with the Black Information Network. And uh, so thankful for the, for the opportunity.
0: So let's talk about that. Um, let's uh, tell us the story about kind of the inception of the Black Information Network. So the Black
1: Information Network is really something that's been in the making for a, a number of years. Mm-hmm. Uh, at iHeartMedia, we have uh, ongoing discussions about uh, the products that we, that we offer, the, the formats that we offer, uh, but more importantly, the things that are missing. And for uh, a number of years, we've been having this, this discussion uh, because what a lot of people may or may not know is that iHeartMedia Uh, operates more radio stations uh, serving Black communities than than any other company. Mm -hmm. And as we've looked at uh, our portfolio of stations, we have a lot of music formats, uh, hip-hop, R&B, gospel. Uh, But one thing that was missing was uh, spoken word. And more importantly, something that had news and information. And uh, if you think back to 2018, 2019, uh, it was really hard to make it through the day uh, without hearing the phrase fake news. And, and that was something that was concerning to us because what we saw in, in the Black community uh, was that resonating louder than a lot of other demographic groups. And we knew that, that part of the reason that that was resonating so loudly was because most newsrooms lacked the diversity Uh, That was needed, and and that was a result, and and that resulted in uh, too many stories about our community that were going untold, uh, or when they were being told, it was uh, quite often through a political lens or filter. And again, that that lack of newsroom diversity really had an impact on the stories. And so in 2019, we made a commitment as a company uh, that we wanted to create uh, the first all news network specifically for the black community, where the writers, the reporters, the anchors, uh, not only were, were African-American, but really coming from very diverse backgrounds uh, mm-hmm. within our community. And uh, and that was our commitment uh, to launch this network in 2020.
0: I want to kind of lean into a part of this a little bit more so you kind of touched on why you felt like the the Black Information Network was necessary. Um, And and I believe you sort of alluded to representation, more representation in this particular facet of the, the media space. So how does the Black Information Network seek to fill that void when it comes to black media representation? Uh, we really feel
1: that it's important um, that, that all aspects of what we do uh, not only touch the Black community, uh, influenced by the Black community, uh, but also have an impact on the Black community. Mm-hmm. And, and as I mentioned, uh, for us, it was really important that, that the writers on the network, the anchors, the reporters uh, all come from the Black community because that's going to give us a, a different perspective on the news, not only the biggest stories of the day and how they impact our community, uh, but, it, but as I said earlier, it also means that we're going to source and identify stories um, that no other outlet is going to, to have. Sure. Um, and, and we're going to have those stories um, a lot faster uh, because again, when, when your when anchors, when your writers come from the Black community, um, they're they're just naturally going to bring stories from our community um, that aren't getting the attention that they need and deserve, and and we're excited to be a, a platform and an
0: opportunity for those uh, those stories to see the light of day. Sure, I remember um, interviewing on this show one of our anchors who was from Buffalo, New York, right after the supermarket shooting in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. And we were able to get some insight into the community, the way the community moves, where the store fits in the community, and how that tragedy might have lasting implications in that Black community specifically. And so, um, I've seen that myself. So, that's, that's wonderful to know. So, let's, let's switch gears here for a minute. Let's take a moment to explain how the founding partnerships were instrumental in establishing the framework. For the Black Information Network.
1: Our founding partners um, have been critical from day one. Um, they are the reason that this network um, is, is here. Uh, and for us, it really starts again back to when we started researching the network uh, in, in 2019. Uh, one of the things, as I mentioned, you know, there was just a lack of trust in news media in general. Mm-hmm. And when we really drilled down, um there were so many things that contributed to that. But one of the things was the the clickbait, the sensationalization yeah. of headlines, the things that a lot of news outlets do um purely for for ratings so that they can charge advertisers more. And we wanted to uh break out of that model. We wanted to create a new and a different model. One that uh was funded not based on clickbait, uh, but was really driven by people who were committed to quality journalism. Mm -hmm. Uh, And for us, we knew that we would have to take a different approach. So instead of selling traditional advertising like a lot of networks do we wanted to form a relationship with businesses and companies and organizations that were already doing the work in the Black community, that were invested in the Black community um, and and really were a part of our community. And with that, we approached um, the the founding partners that we have on the air today. And we said, look, you're a part of our community. You're focused on uh, making our community even greater. And we would like to, to form a partnership with you uh, that's, that's not about clickbait, that's not about uh, you know, engaging and enraging people. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to inform and you want to align yourself with uh, the, the kind of quality journalism that we're going to do. And they took a leap of faith. A lot of advertisers uh, would not uh, sign on to a network uh, where they hadn't even heard one single element yet, Uh, but they believed in what we were doing. They believed in the mission of what we were committed to, uh, and they took that leap of faith with with us, Uh, and I couldn't be more uh, grateful or appreciative.
0: Today, we are joined by Black Information Network president Tony Coles discussing the history of the company on its two year anniversary. So let's discuss the growth of the Black Information Network over the past two years.
1: Uh, You know, I think if you had uh, sat down with us two years ago, um, you know, we we had great expectations for this network. We believed in in the power and the promise. Uh, but we never could have imagined uh, the the explosive growth that we've had. Um, you know, we we set out with a very intentional focus on um, serving cities that were predominantly or, or had a significant uh, African American population. Not only because we wanted to be a source of news and information for our community. Mm-hmm but we really had a commitment uh, to be ingrained uh, with the larger community uh, so that our allies uh, would have a, a better understanding of what was happening in the Black community. Uh, since that time, we've grown to 33 cities throughout the U.S., uh, as well as being uh, available anywhere on the iHeart Radio app, uh, and we hopefully uh, will be announcing uh, our 34th city Uh, In the coming weeks. So we're really, really excited about that. Then, obviously, you know, the expansion with your podcast uh, and just so much content uh, that we're providing not only to uh, iHeartMedia's music stations, uh, but we've also uh, taken a lot of pride in uh, expanding through partnerships uh, with Real Times Media, which owns a number of uh, Black owned newspapers throughout the U.S. Uh, as well as uh, a number of uh, stations that are part of the National Association of Black-Owned Broadcasters, because it was really important to us uh, that we not be competitive with other radio groups, but we actually be additive uh, to uh, Black
0: radio and Black media overall. And, you know, kind of in that spirit, I, I happen to know that the impact that the Black Information Network has had doesn't just stop there. Um, one thing that comes to mind and you can speak to this and perhaps other initiatives that maybe you're proud of, but one that comes to mind is I believe it's the 100,000 Careers Initiative that we have championed here. Uh,
1: I, I think that's a, a great example, uh, and, and I want it to be the first of many uh, examples of, of the impact that we're having on the community. And again, that comes back to when you have an organization where from the top to the bottom, um, you know you have members of the Black community. Uh, and, and we were having a conversation internally about the fact that we wanted to do more than just report on the headlines. Mm-hmm. Uh, we wanted to have a, a positive Im- impact long-term. And uh, from day one, uh, Black unemployment has been a, 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 a theme and a storyline on the network. Mm-hmm. But we knew that we also had uh, the, the power and the responsibility uh, to have positive uh, impacts and, and positive outcomes exactly. from the stories that we report. Exactly. And, and that's why uh, we partnered with Career Builder on this initiative to help 100,000 listeners find new employment, reskill, and find better employment um, or, or, you know, much like the great resignation, a lot of people just want to try something new, uh, and, and follow their dreams. And, and we want to be a part of that.
0: You know, um, I feel like there's in, in the past two years, there's been a lot of news that has been covered. And obviously there's been a lot of growth, but I, while we're here, I want to ask, if there was a story that sticks out in your mind where you kind of saw the machine working together, you know, all the bits and pieces that you had built over, over um, these past two years, maybe there was a story about an election or some, at some point there's gotta be a story or a memory that kind of stands out in your mind where you just kind of saw the machine working and thought, okay, maybe this is something we can roll into things like the 100,000 careers initiative.
1: Um, Honestly, it's hard to pick one mm. at this point yeah uh, because well, every good. time I think I've heard uh, my favorite piece of reporting or I've been um, exceptionally proud of something one of our anchors did someone seems to find a way to to to, um, uh, to top that but if if I had to pick one moment I think that it would would boil down to um, a, a conversation that was happening with some people on our team about, the number of uh, Black women who go missing uh, and the media doesn't seem to care uh, and no one pays attention to those stories. And, um, and just the internal dialogue and conversation around, hey, we're a network that can bring these stories to light. Uh, we're a, a network that, that can bring this perspective. And the, the work uh, began... On on doing uh, you know a, a series and doing a special uh, about missing black women and this is before uh, you know some of the the tragedies that that caused um, uh, news to pay attention uh, to other women who had gone missing uh, it was something that started in our newsroom and hearing those stories and then for me uh, a moment where I realized that it was resonating was I was in, uh, New York for some meetings and I ran into a woman that, that runs an organization in Hawaii, uh, Mm -hmm. that helps, uh, missing women, uh, you know, helps either recover or find, uh, missing women. And she knew about the network. She knew about the work that we were doing to help call attention to these. And, and it just, it was one of those moments where you realize, um, you know the the impact that we're having, the difference that we're making, uh, not just about stories, but actually the impact that it has on families and 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 recovering these women, um, and, and hopefully you know finding in a positive way some of these women. Uh, that that
0: really stuck with me. Wonderful. I I actually remember covering a lot of that missing while black um, stuff that was taking place around the time that. Gabby Petito went missing and she was subsequently found. So I remember that time here at the Black Information Network. And I do remember sort of the guidance that was kind of in place uh, at that time. So I could see that being a memorable uh, time for you as well, obviously. Um, Which brings me to, you know, mentorship. Uh, You know, I've, I've been very fortunate in my life to have a good number of mentors and, Obviously, I, I count you among them, and a lot of us do. But one of the things that we don't really talk about is, or we haven't talked about yet, I should say, is your mentors and really how important mentorship is to you. Um, I, we, I, we know that it is, but you know, for our listeners, let's uh, paint that picture for them a bit. Um, you know, for me, when I got into this business,
1: um, there were no mentors who look like me, mm-hmm. um, look like you look like any of us. Uh, but I was very fortunate and, and very blessed, uh, that along the road, um, there were some people who saw something in me before I saw it in myself and, and I owe everything to them. And, and I think about, um, what it takes to take a chance on someone and, uh, and more importantly, someone to keep you on the right path, uh, to be incredibly honest and direct with you when you need it the most, uh, but also to be your biggest cheerleader um, when no one else is. And, and I know that the, the impact that that had on me personally and professionally. Sure. But what was even more important was along the way, whenever I would attempt to you know, repay them. Uh, all they would ever say is, uh, "Do it for someone else, and you'll understand why I did it for you." Mm. And and I wholeheartedly uh, agree with that. Um, you know, it is it is so uh, rewarding and fulfilling to see people, uh, you know, not only achieve their wildest dreams, but to exceed those wildest dreams. Uh, and that's that's why uh, I love what I do uh, here. Uh, and it's also, you know, a big part of the reason that, that I joined the, the National Board for Big Brothers, Big Sisters.
0: Right.
1: And, and, and I will always be a champion, not only professionally of the importance of mentoring, uh, but when you see the, the need. Um, for for little brothers and little sisters and big brothers and big sisters uh, and and the power of those mentoring relationships um, it's it's you know this network and and BBBSA, um are two of the most uh, meaningful things uh, that have ever happened to me well
0: uh, again, living proof right here so much appreciated sir um, and you know, I, I I know your time is limited, um, so we'll make it short. Um, after two years, you've accomplished more than you expected in this amount of time. So, what's what is the future of the Black Information Network look like? Any new goals? Any? I I, I always have new goals and
1: new missions for the network, and uh, and and what's exciting about what we've been able to accomplish in two years is it gives you a perspective on how much more we can accomplish mm-hmm. and how much more we can achieve. Uh, obviously, uh, you know, our goal is to, uh, to expand uh, the 24-7 network into as many markets as we possibly can. And as okay. I mentioned, we're hopefully announcing uh, a new market here in the coming weeks that we're, that we're really excited about and have been working on. Um, our our podcast platform, uh, seeing that continue to grow. uh, And and more importantly than anything, uh, expanding our our base of of journalists and reporters. Uh, We're really proud of the the footprint of local news coverage uh, that we're providing, uh, but we want to continue to grow that um, and and really helping um, new journalists uh, develop their career, new podcasters to develop their career. So just growing um, not only the staff, but uh, the the markets that we serve, uh, and more importantly, the the impact. We think that 100,000 careers is, uh, is a great
0: start, uh, but we don't want to stop there. I love it. I'm excited and I'm very much looking forward to uh, riding this wave with you. And obviously, we're going to bring our listeners along with us as we continue to impact this country. So wonderful. Um, before you get out of here, uh, can you drop any social media, any ways that folks can keep up with you personally, maybe a website or two? Uh,
1: sure. Uh, Twitter is probably the, the easiest way. Uh, and it's very simple. It's Tony
0: Coles, C-O-L-E-S um, uh, is my handle there. All right. Wonderful. Well, thank you very much for your insight. Uh, Once again, today's guest is Tony Coles, president of the Black Information Network. And before I go, I'll leave you with a quote from Bob Pittman, chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Quote, we are pleased and proud to support the launch of BIN, the Black Information Network, by contributing resources that will have the greatest impact, our reach, our multiple platforms, our technology infrastructure, and our broad, in-depth relationship with consumers. The commitment to service and the immediate need we saw for a news and information destination for the Black community accelerated the launch of BIN to serve this community in an important new way. We are honored to be joined by some of the most important companies in the world that are also committed to this mission." End quote. This has been a production of the Black Information Network. Today's show was produced by Chris Thompson. Have some thoughts you'd like to share? Use the red microphone talkback feature on the iHeartRadio app. While you're there, be sure to hit subscribe and download all of our episodes. I'm your host, Ramses Ja, on all social media. Join us tomorrow as we share our news with our voice from our perspective, right here on the Black Information Network daily podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp.